0: Hello.
1: Hi, uh Collie, How are you doing?
0: Hey, Foluke. how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm
0: good. Awesome, awesome. Welcome to the Come On Man podcast. Uh, we're still waiting for Barrister David Onwe to join us. Okay. All right. So while we wait for Barrister David, um man, I would say it's a wonderful pleasure to have you on this podcast. It's unbelievable. Like it's Hello.
1: Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Voice. Um,
0: okay, I can hear you. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I can. Very
0: yeah. Fairly. I said while we wait for Barry Star, Onway way to to connect, and I believe he yeah. joined us. All yes, right. He's... Okay, this is amazing. Um, I'd like to welcome both of you to the Common Man Podcast. Uh, David, can you hear us? Daniel. Daniel. Oh, sorry. Forgive me, Daniel. Daniel. I cocked up sorry about that okay all right um i'd like to welcome you guys to the common man podcast uh we're just in our first month of running and basically the idea is just to bring out the revolutionary person in me you know because i'm a very foluke knows me as a very very naughty guy you know but uh (laughs) but for those listening i'd like to introduce my special guests and this is a very very special edition this is an edition that is so close to my heart okay so i have for look at dayday who is a personal friend of mine we both graduated from faculty of law obafemi Awolowo university she is the Managing Solicitor of Trizon Law Chambers and also the amazing treasurer of the Nigerian Bar Association. Fuluke, you're welcome to the Common Man Podcast.
1: Uh, thank you very much, colleague.
0: All right. And also, I have a very, very amazing guest, man. This guy's profile is just it's just unbelievable. Like, Man, Daniel, I don't know how you... Managed to get all these things going, but guys, here goes. This gentleman is the lead partner of Daniel and Sophia Legal Practitioners and Parliamentary Consultants. What a parliamentary consultant is, he will tell us. He is also the president and of the Association of Nigeria mm-hmm. with. Nigerian Lawyers with Disabilities, right? Association, Association, of, of, law-
2: Association of Lawyers with Disabilities uh, in
0: Nigeria. With, yes, with of Lawyers with Disabilities in Nigeria. Yes. He has his first degree in law from the University of Uyo and Masters in Law from the University of Lagos. He has consulted for a number of bodies, including the six- I can hear you.
1: Uh, Kole, are you still on the line? Uh, Kole.
2: I think if he, if he comes back, he should just go straight to the program. But <laughs>
1: can you guys hear me? <laughs> yes, yeah, we can. okay, we, we yeah, lost, thank you. We lost the connection.
2: All right, all Th-
0: right, thank no. you, colleague, for uh, inviting me so could you just proceed (laughs) yeah i'll proceed but it's it's important for for the people to know who you are for me it's important to know who you are because okay let me tell let me tell you why this is important to me so let's just start okay this thing came to my head because i live currently in canada and i was about to get on the bus and i realized that the there was somebody in a wheelchair that was also going to get on the bus okay the bus had to stop they had a special thing like a ramp with the bus on the bus that enabled the person to just wheel herself on the bus and already their positions you know uh markings already for people with disabilities and all that for them to be able to sit down and have priority okay i thought about how that was missing in our country nigeria and how we're a country of 200 million people, and definitely there will be various people with disabilities. Okay? That now took my mind all the way back to King's College, where for the first time in my life, I experienced friendship with somebody that had physical disability. It was visually impaired. Okay. So that was my first experience. Then I also got to Ife, where I met a young lady. I, I don't remember her name. That was on a wheelchair studying law, and in Ife there was no ramps to take her to Law Two O Nine, which was the main uh, lecture room. Lecture. Yes, okay. there was. We, me, and a couple of guys, literally every day, have to carry her on the wheelchair two or three mm. floors to get her to class. Mm. So when that came to mind, That's and I right. said okay, you know what? I want to talk about this. I want to speak on this issue. I decided to reach out to my lawyer friends uh, and I thought about Foluke will be a, a wonderful person to speak to because she's right there in the heart of things with the Bar Association. And then your name came up in the conversation and I was like, wow, I have to bring you on the show. So looking at everything you've done, I know you're a humble guy. That's why you don't want me to be telling people about <laughs> You know, <laughs> so, looking at everything you managed to, to have done with yourself, which everything you're facing, bro, I, this is the most humbling moment, one of the most humbling moments of my life on this podcast. And um, I would just like for you to say something first, you know. Uh, th- th- thank you, Colle.
2: I'm delighted to be invited. I consider it uh, a great honor. And. Um, I especially thank you for uh, having such a thought for persons with disabilities. Are uh, you wearing the only one who schooled with um, persons with disability in your university or your secondary school? Many other people did. Many of our leaders did. But not very many of them will actually consider um, persons with disabilities. In things they do, so um, for um, giving persons with disability this consideration, I will thank you very much.
0: Um, it's a pleasure. We're all together. We're all
2: together. In the struggle. Thank you. Thank you. All
0: right. So, what's a parliamentary consultant?
2: Well, um, we consult with um, parliamentarians. That is, with regards to. Um, drafting legislations for them drafting the bill for them for presentation and um even helping them through particular bills that they want to make imputes in we advise them on legality and otherwise of certain law certain bills and certain provisions in the bill um like in the area of um I have consulted majorly on area of disability legislations. Yeah, both at the state's level and at the national level. I, I know you've heard of the current um, Discrimination Against Persons with disability Prohibition Act. That case Yeah, that uh, uh, Buhari signed into law. Um, last year or in 2018, as the case may be, um, we, we are instrumental to um, the conceptualization and the drafting of that bill. That's,
1: That's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, you, you then beautiful. applaud for
0: that. That's some <laughs> really awesome stuff. That's some really awesome stuff. And, you know, um, Foluke also educated me because I was talking about how there are no um, legislations to enable... Uh, people with disability to move around and all that. As you said, it's actually part of law in Lagos States that some buildings need to have those, uh, those facilities. So are you also, were you also a part of uh, the movement to make that happen?
2: I was the chief draftsman of that law. As Ooh. a matter of fact, um, the bill that eventually became uh, the Lagos State Special People's Law was adapted from the bill we actually drafted for the National Assembly. And interestingly, Lagos States enacted it into law way back in 2011, even though the National Assembly got the draft bill earlier than Lagos. But interestingly, uh, the, the federal Lagos government, right. yeah, the federal government just um, <laughs> enacted it in 2000 and 18, as it's dated on the on the document but it's actually in 2019 that the public was told that uh, President Buhari has
0: uh, assented to the bill that's that's very very beautiful and I like so all these things that you're talking about um uh like you know passing the bill and all that stuff it's not it's even under five years
2: no for Nigeria just uh um technically two years then for lagos lagos had it since uh, 2011
0: well since 2011 in lagos yes yes okay um for luke let me ask you a question since you were the one that um brought my attention to the law in lagos how um How, what about implementation, what about application of that particular law since 2011? Because you know our people, we have a whole lot mm. of laws. Somebody said, it's not like Nigeria is wanting of laws. We have laws. But implementation and following the laws is our problem. So how has people been you know, following that particular law in Lagos State?
1: Uh, I must commend Lagos State, you know, like uh, Mr. Daniel had rightly said, if, despite the fact that but the federal government had the bill earlier, the draft earlier than Lagos. Lagos hit the ground running, and um, from 2011 till date, we've seen a number of public buildings with with um, uh, construction that have access to, well, uh, uh, you know, great access for people with disability. And you also have um, government uh, car parks that have sections that are designated for people. You know, I, I I try not to use disability because I think it, it, it um, takes away from correct. the fact that... Yeah, it, for me, apart from just not being politically correct, I think it also uh, um, mystifies the issue. It's people with special needs. And so their needs are just different. They are people that, you know, just because, it, um, you know, an arm or a limb or, you know, visually impaired or whatever, doesn't, doesn't mean the person is... Um, not able to do other things it's just um there's a special need in terms of in for them to be able to function as well as every other person so um i must commend lagos state and i'm sure mr daniel will have one or two things to say on this but um we've seen a number of buildings from public um, bridges overhead bridges having access ramps for uh, people with a wheelchair we've seen uh, public uh, um, offices like in Alausa. There are ramps. A, a number of banks now ha, meet, you, you know, are, are taking suit, uh, you know, following suit. But honestly, I think the banks need to do a bit more because, yep. you know, the, because of the issue of their security doors, um, a number of them don't actually uh, create access. But we're, we're seeing a, a slight uh, change in trends. We now see major malls and uh, um, um, shopping centers also having ramp access. Which for me is very is very encouraging because it goes to show acceptability. Because we, let's not forget the fact that we all we all have different talents and abilities that God has given us to to, to showcase in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you have a special need should not hinder you from um, from that ability. And so I, I really commend Lagos State Government. And this is all the way from. Um, uh, um, to to embody to the current governor, uh, um, so, you know, in terms of yeah, Samuolu, in terms of implementation, I think they've done a, a fantastic job in in continue. Of course, there's always room for improvement. More can be done. Sometimes the ramps are not properly constructed, so we have bumps on the ramps. Ironically, but the fact that it's even there is the starting point. And, um, and we really do hope to see more on the private sector side. It increases cost of construction, obviously, but it's a cost that we should pay because I think people deserve to not just be respected, but be given the ability to um, showcase the, their God-given talents and abilities.
0: Absolutely. And Mr. Daniel, being you know, the chief drafter of that particular bill, um, are you satisfied with implementation?
2: Well, I, I will say that... Um, we are no more where we used to be, um, even though we still have a long way to go. But at the same time, we've also gone a long way towards implementation. I corroborate all that um, Foluke has said in terms of um, accessibility of uh, uh, some buildings down, um, demarcation of uh, parking lots at the um, Secretariat, and at um, several ministries. And we even have an office, that is office, Legal State Office for Disability Affairs, LASODA, that is primarily to um, actualize the implementation of that law. Um, so we, we've actually gone a long way. And even our, yes, um, um, overhead bridges, many of them now have ramps. So it's quite, quite uh, impressive, even though we still need to do more. And that is just for Lagos, Um, but like, you know, Lagos is actually way, way ahead of other states. Absolutely. Yes. And even the Federation, as far as um, disability issues are concerned. So I will say that, yes, I'm really impressed, uh, but I still want them to do more.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Let me let me now let me just uh, make a little correction, uh, um, with regards um, for Lucas' position, uh, the euphemism regarding uh, persons with disability. Well, if you use a person with disability, you are not uh, being um, uh, derogatory. You are not uh, nobody will feel insulted. That's actually the global uh, standard. Like our convention, the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. It says it's, it, 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 it calls them persons with disabilities. So it is the global norm. Even in Canada, Colle, um, um, yeah. if, if you are in touch with uh, the disability movement there, they are referred to as persons with disabilities. So it's okay for you to refer to the, us as persons with disabilities. You need not call us uh, persons with special needs or whatever the persons with disability is a global identity that we are not ashamed of because it's just the reality of life.
0: Uh, but, Mr. <laughs> oh, okay, you have to say something? You want to say something? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just... That I, I'm properly guided, you know, because <laughs> I, I think I I I just think that it's important for us to be sensitive about these things. And since you've noted that it's a global language, I mean, yes, it's, yes. it's fine. Although yes. I still do feel
2: there, there are I'm words that there, there there are words that are derogatory, like um, uh crap, like. Uh, deaf and dumb. Mm. When you call them and yeah. dumb, no,
0: yeah.
2: they are better. that's why I love
0: this. Deaf. That's why I love this. Your new the the this twenty eighteen thing that Buari signed into about discrimination yes. against um yes. amputees and yeah. um because I, I will tell you um some story about my friend and I hope it's gonna I I just didn't want to bring him on the podcast with you guys because we will never see the end of this show if we continue if he's here today because this guy is one of the most interesting fellow. And I wanted him to listen to us first before, you know, I bring him on. Okay. This guy is uh is married right now. He, he was visually impaired. You know, the guy I went to high school with, visually impaired, married now with children. And there was no river that this guy did not jump in to swim. There was no nothing that we were doing that he did not want to do. He wanted to fight us by listening to <laughs> our so He wanted to do everything. He, he hmm. did not see himself as somebody that lacked... Mm-hmm. And he told me a story about one time in his life that, at the U- when he was, I think it was in um, a tertiary in- institution, I think studying to be a teacher or something, and there was an election, and he stepped forward that he wanted to become the president of the students' association, mm-hmm. and people will literally, you know, say that, oh, is it this blind guy that you want to make your leader and all that stuff? And for me, it was crazy for people to just open their mouth and talk loose like that for somebody that is. Is physically challenged, but they are intellectually challenged. They are not like, I, I bet, sir. Uh, I'm not even trying to um shortchange myself. I bet where our IQ of yours is definitely higher than mine. You get me. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. You know, even when he wanted to marry his wife, that was the same problem he we went through. They were like, "Oh, are you the one that is going to marry?" They would tell mm-hmm. his wife, "Like you are the one that's going to marry the blind guy, right?" Mm-hmm. You know. I remember seeing a video of a of a guy that is. I think it's uh he, he's got cretinism. It's a well, for something. I need to be politically correct as well, so I don't call them the wrong names. You know. And he's a magistrate somewhere in Osun State, in Nigeria. You know, the same thing that they told his wife like, oh, are you going to be the one to marry this person or, you know, that kind of thing. So I feel like people that are not even intellectually capable now don't have the right to physically open their mouth to talk to people that are challenged but Mm -hmm. are of more intellectual capacity. Mm -hmm. But now you, sir, you've got the confidence, you've got everything going on for you, but you know how many Nigerian parents are there that because the law's or implementation does not support them, they hide their disabled kids at home. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I think um, we have even um, Things are even much better now than what it used to be. The issue of discrimination and ignorance around their disability is something else in Nigeria. Such that um, persons with disabilities were consider that uh, less human. Let me tell you a story. Um, um, Somebody was actually counting the number of uh, children um, a a sister of theirs had. And he counted and counted uh, like four. And they said, no, 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 it's not only four, it's five. There is this other one. He said, which one? The guy was deaf. He said, That one, Ah, is that one a (laughs) human? are we are you should i count that word also so two it, yes it's that bad
1: wow. it's it's that
2: that's, that's yes, it's that bad It's so such bad so that um, so, so that when uh, a person with disabilities being compared to others they don't even look at whatever quality or credential he or she possesses vis-a-vis the person they are comparing him with All that matters to them is that this guy doesn't see. This guy doesn't work. Therefore, he is worse than anybody. (laughs) Irrespective Irrespective of what he or she has attained in life, it doesn't matter to them. So it's a serious thing. It's so much so that their existence is not even presumed. Even the government did not, did not even presume their existence. And that is why they're erecting buildings without even giving a consideration to the fact that there may be persons on wheelchair who may need these buildings. There may be some blind people who may need to access this building. They're just doing their construction, do their- Even the faculty of law, for look at, I believe the faculty of law in Ife.
0: It's should not be, ife. Ife, everywhere, everywhere in this country High school yes, in Nigeria. Every faculty, okay. yeah. every faculty of law, every faculty of law, starting with all of them that don't have provisions all of for. Them. You know, people with disabilities. Mm, mm. You know, all of them should be cancelled. There are things <laughs> starting with the faculties of laws. No,
1: no, if if I may, okay, kindly call me because I know where I call is it, very <laughs> passionate, you know, around know, the to town. <laughs> but but, but uh, let me just say this um, um, quite uh, frankly. I don't. I think it's a it's a disgrace yeah. for any educational institution mm. not to have some form of facility allowing for people with a disability because that is the foundation that gives any human being yeah. the ability to harness whatever your abilities are so your ability to train your mind your ability to use your mind intellectually mm-hmm. comes from those institutions so if per- persons with disabilities and i'm happy i've been given the permission to, uh, to say it like it to call it like that Uh, um, cannot go to school they cannot then you know it hinders their ability to to earn you then say they are a burden on the family because you have to you have to provide for them of course they will it would it would result in that if they cannot if they are not given those tools and skills that every other person who is without disability um, is given access to. So it, it's a, it's, for me, it's a double jeopardy. Yeah. It's, it's bad enough that banks do not have access. It's bad enough that some hospitals, which is ironic, even hospitals, yeah. Yeah. Um, primary healthcare centers yeah. is just recently that we started seeing ramps there. If, you know, these things for me, education and health are the most basic of human needs. Um, apart from security, which has taken a whole new dimension yeah. in Nigeria. I yeah. won't even touch that, but, um, The the most basic,
0: even our news, even our news, there should not be any news that is read without somebody doing sign language in the corner. Yeah, should not be on TV. (laughs) We should have that option in Nigeria and make it law because I've seen people that are challenged and they're the most beautiful and intelligent souls in this world, yeah, yeah, you know. So, this is something. And you see? I'm like forgive me though because i get mad though but I'm like um I was gonna ask you uh Daniel <laughs> yes. um uh because i I was looking at the story of a, of another lady on BBC that you know she wasn't born an amputee okay but she had she was in a car accident i think before she was 10 or 12 okay. years old and everybody died the parents died and she ended up losing the leg and because of that life was treated as so bad she she's selling pure water Somewhere on the streets of Lagos, then I think lately because BBC did a feature on her, she's now getting attention. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think I saw that know? on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, but how many people? Nobody did a feature on you, my brother, for you to push yourself <laughs> yeah. all the way here. <laughs> if you that don't mind, bro, I, I would like to know <laughs> what the story is, bro. But uh, what's your? Tell me about the growing up and everything? How did you become so exactly.
1: i'm curious too mr okay it's
0: it's
2: all right um well my my story is um almost typical of the story of um, every other person with disability in nigeria but let me um be specific well i suffered polio when i was less than two and um it ended up that i had to be crawling on all fours so subsequently um I was operated upon, and I could now walk on crutches. Um, now, let me get uh, fast forward to my schooling. I could not start schooling when I was two. First, when we were at, at uh, in Joss, because my father was in the army, because the nearest school was quite far away from our yard then. So I couldn't, but we were hopeful that, well, my dad will soon be transferred to another city and hopefully things will be better there. So shortly after we were transferred to Benin. So when we get got to Benin, there was actually no primary school uh, in Benin, in, in the army barracks then, school of supply and transport. So what happened then was that the military lorry will convey pupils from the barracks to the town where... Uh, the school is. As a person with disability I could not access the military lorry. So, schooling was, and schooling was a, a no no for me uh, subsequently, but there was a hope um, that, uh, and the primary school was under construction then. So, I had to wait patiently and uh, making do with what I was taught at home and uh, some lessons within the barracks then. So eventually I started a primary school when uh, the school was a uh, primary school was commissioned. And by then I had uh, outgrown the, the primary one class and my mother uh, you mean rat- laterally promoted me to primary two. So I resumed from <laughs> <laughs> I resumed uh, primary two.
1: Bless the mom. <laughs> yeah. she,
2: she knew your capability. Right? No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't a matter of capability. Yeah. I think it was just a matter of the size because I didn't find primary two easy. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I was actually floating for some time until God helped me to find my bearing, and I started excelling. And uh, hmm. at a point, I came to the top Thank of you. the class so well yes by the time
0: wow. my
2: and let me continue with the story first so by the time my uh, dad was <laughs> retiring from the army it coincided with when I was finishing my primary when I was finishing my primary school so um I was actually thinking that my dad had a very big fantastic plan after retirement uh, but we eventually found ourselves in the village and um, <coughs> my continu- continuation of my schooling became a problem because the cost of my schooling as a person with disability was much more than that of any other person because um, there in the village, uh, we did not have a, a boys secondary school. The secondary school we had there was a secondary school. The nearest uh, secondary school to us, Austin, uh, people will have to go on bicycle, uh, board vehicles and that also was not um available to me so the cost Hello. of sending me to secondary school sincerely my parents would not afford so that was how the chapter of my schooling was closed and uh years later it just occurred to me that i had to start reading because there was no other option because I couldn't even uh, serve as apprentice to anybody because in the Igbo community we have this um, apprenticeship uh, scheme wherein a young man will be articled to maybe a trader or an artisan or whatever to train and eventually he will be settled. Nobody actually could accept me because for you to accept the photo of an, uh, your apprentice, you should expect him to run a rant for you and all what not. Nobody saw mm-hmm. <laughs> the usefulness of a, an uh, apprentice who would be wobbling to, uh, to his shop or his uh, shop on a crutches and would even expect you to assist him, go fetch water rather than he uh, assisting you. So I was just left to my fate and um, the future was very, very big. <laughs> Because it's even down on me that my parents didn't even know what to do with me at that point in time. So I think God just inspired me because I'll just um, ascribe that to the grace of God, to just start studying. So luckily for me, my elder ones left some secondary school textbooks behind. So I was just, whichever book I stumbled on, I'll pick and started uh, studying. I studied uh,
0: so at the point. Um, all that so you were reading by, by yourself, all by myself. How old, how old were you at this at, at this point? I
2: was around. Um, I was around. Uh, uh, let me let me calculate. Let just give me some time. Let me. Okay, I was. I think I, I, I was about uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yes, I was about thirteen. Between thirteen and fourteen years.
0: Wow. And
2: so, so, so at a point, wow. at a point, wow. other cousins started uh, bringing used books to me. <laughs> so, and, I, and whichever used book, used book they brought to me, I, I grabbed them and started studying. And at a point, I was actually confused because I didn't know whether what I was actually reading was what was being taught in the in the secondary school out there. Um, but um. <laughs> The, the, it, um, I just kept on doing it. So at a point, I started talking about uh, writing DCE. I was actually laughed at. Yes, laughed to his call. I would say that uh, people who attended secondary school find difficult to pass. Not to talk of you who uh, have never uh, been within the four corners of a secondary school. But I, I just encouraged myself and find some solace and uh, motivation in the Word of God. Uh, so subsequently I, I continued with um, my assertion that I'll write this exam. And so at a point, um, my elder sister, who was already in Lagos then, uh, made the fund available for me to, to register. And, um so upon registering uh some people were actually looking at it as like uh, is I uh, are you not wasting this money instead of wasting this money we we have other needs that this money could actually help us meet the other time so I eventually registered it and I then hmm. towards the exam I had the opportunity of attending uh, some extra moral classics. That was when I actually got a confirmation that why what I was actually really understanding was actually the real thing. I even found myself even teaching yeah. some people certain things and I felt wow. So I I, I wow. wasn't actually going
0: <laughs> I wasn't
2: actually reading ABs. Right? What I was reading was in order. So that was how I wrote uh, the jam uh, the the CCP and past I God help me i got uh, six papers then um yes Whoa. i got uh, <laughs> I got a uh, three two, wow yes, without yes.
1: going to second
0: this is some this is some Einstein story wow. so then so after
2: i started talking about uh, going to the <laughs> university well to some people it was like here he goes again somebody <laughs> somebody who, somebody who, who just said uh, so but to some they also saw that since he could navigate and get uh, the GCE, uh, he could indeed um, make it. So I wrote my first jam. Well, I I, I scored a quite a well. I think I scored, a, I think, a 238. But unfortunately, I wasn't offered admission to read law. I wasn't even offered admission to read any language because by then I was so excited to be in the university. So that even if they had given me both language, I would have gladly accepted it. But <laughs> <laughs> I was in the four quarters of the university and I was an undergraduate. But the university admission didn't come then. So I now have to rewrite the subsequent year and was admitted into University of Fuyo. That was how I became a law student and eventually became <laughs> a law graduate and got to the um, law school. And now I'm a lawyer, but the journey was not uh, was, was a very rough one because um, it's now that you're even getting to think about uh, RAM or whatever. In our days, it's not; it was unheard of. Nobody was even agitating for it. Nobody even felt it was necessary. You were rather seen as an odd man being where you shouldn't be because you weren't expected to be within the four corners of the university. You should be by the roadside, begging like others. So you were like uh, yeah. an intruder in the system. They, they must have hated you. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't, uh, in all fairness to them, they did not hate me. Yeah, uh, I, I have to be fair to them because uh, I, I really enjoyed some goodwill among my, my roommates and my classmates then. But not, <laughs> other, not all other persons with disability uh, found it that easy.
0: There are persons with disability that even yeah, okay, the reason why I'm asking, bro, uh, forgive me for cu- okay. for cutting you. Uh, um, are you married with yes, kids I'm married. now? I've married, I, I have. that's what I'm saying. That they must have interviewed you anytime they see you that you're competition to talking to some girls <laughs> that see the intellectual. <laughs> 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 well, let, let, let's not just go there now for now. <laughs> and that's why i love women women have been they're the most supportive species mm. on earth like you know yeah bro please don't yeah let's just continue with your story about okay you know do. so it, it, it
2: wasn't uh, easy for others uh, uh there are other persons with disabilities that their teachers had to tell them to their face what are you doing here you are not supposed to be here and this was a lawyer a law don, saying that to a law student she has a cerebral palsy, wow. and subsequently ah, wow. she will hear things like are ah, you are still here but to the glory of god she's today a lawyer and still doing well in wow. her right also yeah. awesome. then in the issue of, in the issue awesome. of the access you are just on your own nobody even considered it necessary that um buildings should be made accessible to you. It's just in the recent time that the awareness came. As a matter of fact, when I was in school, I didn't even know that I was entitled to an accessible classroom, an accessible uh, environment. I had to sweat it out to go mm-hmm. to the second floor of our uh, where, the, where wow. our library was then. And there, there's also this other lady with disability whose disability was, was that mine? I never saw her in the library and that was a law student for goodness sake. So she was totally dependent on her classmates who will go to the library and then maybe make a copy of uh, some materials there and give to her and all whatnot. So it's that um, serious. Then in my own, for instance, you know, especially during year one, the, 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 the courses are scattered all over the campus. So I have to be wobbling from, one class, one lecture hall at one extreme of this university to the other one. So it was not easy at all. But because that had been my desire and dream to be in the university to be a, become a lawyer one day, as uh, the scripture will say about uh, Joseph, um, Jacob and Rachel, if you are familiar with, uh, with the story, when uh, his in-law told, her, told him to do another seven years before she gets his wife. Because he loved the wife yeah. so much, the seven years was not like anything to, to him. So that was how uh, those uh, sufferings and hardship wasn't um, didn't weigh me down as such because it was what I was actually dreaming of. But it's now that when I cast my mind back, I ask myself, how did I cope? Then when I now um, graduated and became a lawyer and started practicing, that's actual, that's another challenging situation where my when my boss uh, will then drop me at Obalende Bridge for me to go down to the Bushere High Court while he proceeds to the Federal High Court in Ikoyi and all whatnot. I'll be wobbling on my crutches, carrying my bag, containing my files, books, uh, wig and gown and all whatnot. So it's, it has actually been God, but one thing I know is that God is faithful and God has a way of uh, um, compensating for whatever inadequacy um, we have. Up till now, majority of the courtrooms in this country are still inaccessible. Despite the laws that we are having now, majority of the courtrooms are inaccessible and there are lawyers who are on wheelchairs some of them had to crawl into the courtroom, crawl literally. Some of them will just be carried like sacks of guerrilla from their wheelchair to the courtroom, and somebody will not bring the um, the wheelchair up for them. This is um, not dignifying at all. And you know, the legal profession is uh, a profession that prides itself in dignity and all whatnot, these are lawyers as well. So that's what actually informed the formation of our association, that association of lawyers with disabilities in Nigeria so that we can champion the cause of persons with disability at large and champion the cause of lawyers with disability in the practice of law in Nigeria. It hasn't been easy, but gradually we are, we are making progress little by little.
0: Uh, when? What about um, getting married? What was the challenge, challenge like, you know, getting to know your well, wife? You know, you must have, I want to know that story. Well,
2: uh, Koli, I'm, not, I'm not prepared for this now. I thought I was just coming to this. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought
2: I was just coming to this. Course, uh, you know. well,
1: no, but we'll come we'll from your per- personal well, well, experiences that you know, what, all the books this and LED information. Is, are- uh,
2: it's not easy. Because it takes a woman of God to get married to a mm-hmm. person with disability. Mm-hmm. Because a woman, on her own, mm-hmm. may like you, mm-hmm. may even love you. But the pressure from her friends, her family, is that the person you want to marry her? You have to pray extra out well. You have to. <laughs> so, you know, when, uh, when your you friends tell you that you have to pray an extra prayer, for a particular person, that alone is scary. Then people who will outrightly tell her no, it can't happen, and all whatnot. So it's it's actually quite challenging. Even um, um people who will uh, admire you as a brilliant student or a brilliant lawyer and all whatnot. and um, but when it comes to issue of marriage, it becomes uh, something else. Yes, it's become something else. And um, the discouragement and all whatnot. So it wasn't easy for me, but eventually God gave me a wife. And my wife is very beautiful by all standards and very virtuous.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that, that, that was also, yes, because that was also my
2: challenge because um, I didn't just want to settle for any woman it became a problem for me, yes, because um, the, um, the better you want it, the more difficult it becomes. So, but at the end of the day, God in his own wisdom settled me to a wife who is after my heart, uh, who cherishes me as much as I cherish her, mm-hmm. and whom everybody who sees her admires and thanks God for me. So, but it's to the story, mm-hmm. glory of God, I wouldn't say it's because I'm maybe the best toaster. star.
0: <laughs> because... Man, yeah, bro, I, I am jealous <laughs> is... of you because there are, not so many, <laughs> there, are so, there are not so many of them out there, you know, many of so women that sees yeah. beyond what you've got, yeah. beyond yeah. physicality. Like, even me that it's my two legs and my everything going on for myself. So yeah, they don't even see beyond that. Yes. You get me, so for you to have a woman that sees your sees deep into you beyond everything, bro. Man, I'm telling so, you, we give know, God so you know, let me congratulate at, you. At, but thank, that's, I don't the congratulations. yes, thank God for me, I for
2: because I think it's it's Lord to it. I <laughs> wouldn't attribute that to any skill, any special skill that I possess, but it's just the grace of God
0: the blessings yeah okay um for lukey i've got a question for you okay and okay. and this co- is coming from the sto- from his story right and from his story okay he said it costs more for him as a person with disability to have an education compared to other school other kids that don't have disabilities for lukey hmm. what can we yeah Especially you, um, I won't say especially you, I won't put the pressure on you. The Nigerian Bar Association, (laughs) us, that we are the lawyers, because for me, in my mind, the lawyers are the people at the forefront. We are the ones that will do the bill, and if they don't implement, we can also sue for for non-implementation. I think that we as lawyers let Nigeria get away with all the BS. That's what happened. That's my own opinion. When our lawyers sit up, Nigeria will become a better place. So, what can we do right now? Looking at the bar association, because my only as- um, relationship with the bar association was me putting money in the in their pockets to go to law school and to uh, and they gave me a piece of paper that I'm not using back. You know? So how can, how can we get these guys to start tomorrow, tomorrow morning? to start giving privilege to our brothers with disabilities, to let parents know that when your child has got situations, you don't lock them up in the room. You need to bring them out. And, okay, I have a friend that gets wheelchairs from England, wheelchairs that people, do, you know, secondhand wheelchair. people don't use Finnish. You will bring it to Nigeria and do it. I can do the same thing in Canada. Why can't we have a situation where we can make life more, easy for our brothers and sisters with challenges, starting from tomorrow? How can we get there for you?
1: Um, I, I think, to a large extent, I will start from uh, Mr. Daniel, anyway, because he has done tremendous work, Absolutely. Um, particularly on the platform on the platform of the Association, association of Lawyers with Disabilities uh, in Nigeria. With disabilities in Nigeria. The other thing is, you know, with with, with, you can disabilities, call us with disabilities. Sorry. Um, the other thing is, I know that they've had Aldeen. Yes, uh, they've had a couple of meetings um, with the president of the MDA, that's uh, Mr. Olu Media Akata. I think um, again, Mr. Onwe will be able to. Uh, Mr. Daniel will be able to speak a bit more on that. But in terms of what we are going to be able to do. Um, what what you are doing right now is one of it. But I think the other thing as well is to also put pressure on um, our politicians, particularly those um, serving in the legislature and the executive to allow for budgetary allocations that um, makes it compulsory, that these resources are diverted to um, um, building, to either building structures that already that uh, don't exist or um, enhancing existing structures. That's one. Then two, have a, a standard for schools. You know, for, for public schools, have government um, rework those schools, particularly uh, primary, secondary, and tertiary institutions. For private schools, give them a policy document that says, look, this is one of the criteria with, with, uh, uh, upon which you can, upon which you can run your school. Otherwise, um, you will run into issues with the government. We already have the law in Lagos State, but and you know, like uh, Mr. Daniel said, there is already the Lagos State Office of Disabilities, but I don't think they do a lot in terms of dealing with the issues of um, educational institutions, which I think is probably going to be the most impactful of anything the government is going to do in terms of catering for the needs of, of uh, people with disabilities because like like um, Mr. Daniel mentioned in his own story he practically didn't go to secondary school. So I mean he, he, I, and, I, and I thank God for him because he's obviously, a driven person and extremely intelligent to be able to. I mean, there are so many I think I as he was talking, I was thinking of myself going through secondary school, it was stressful enough with all the assignments teachers gives you. Not the talk of actually disciplining yourself Imagine to read, you have to read to read
0: constructive books, so yeah, not and yeah, No funny books, to, so.
1: exactly you uh, know, to, to, to read and and actually develop your mind to the point where you know, you, you can answer structured questions in, in YX. So I think that, you know, starting from the public uh, schools, because you see, at the end of the day, let's be honest, if for, for people with disabilities that come from welfare homes, they are usually uh, um, a, some form of provision to help with uh, whatever issues they are, going, they are going through. But you see, for those who are, you know, middle-class, middle-income, low-income families, the first part of call in, in being able to address their needs is to address educational and public educational institutions and uh, public health care, particularly prim- primary health care. Uh, like I said earlier, there are many primary healthcare centers that don't have uh, disability access. Like I said, Lagos State is trying, but I mean, you go to neighboring states and even states up north, it's even worse. But the point is, I think answering your question, Colleen, yeah. The first things that, that lawyers can do, particularly those who are in the public space, um, those who are uh, um, known as human rights advocates. Um, I say known because, you know, at a time, sometimes they are human rights advocates, at other times, it depends on what the terrain is. I will not say more than that. But uh, for those. For those who, um, Good job. You know, for you, but, but I, for those, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know but but for those who have held themselves out as human rights advocates we should be advocating and i'm saying we i'm i'm not a human rights advocate. <laughs> I, I don't i don't pretend to be one mm-hmm. it's not my space mm-hmm. but, but but human rights is everybody's mm-hmm. rights and so and what, one of the reasons why i don't personally um work on the human rights uh, um um uh, uh, platform is because i think that it is easier to deal with human rights when, there is la- when poverty is addressed. I mean, how many countries in the global north do we here have human rights violations? It's usually poorer countries that have human rights violations. So it really goes down to the fact that poverty allows for people to be exploited, and which where human rights violations um, happen. So, Colleen, you were talking about the fact that the public bus, bus system had a, a provision for uh, someone to be able to use, uh, someone uh, with a disability, to be able to use the body yeah. without extra assistance. That is because the society provides for it. Now, I know that what I'm saying may be controversial. Some people think, no, human rights is human rights, whether it is a rich person or a poor person. But trust me, it is a lot easier for a rich person to have their human rights issues addressed, you yeah, are
0: right, that my dear. The person. first time, the I, I, first I'm, time the people in Isola saw a person on a wheelchair drive a car, they wanted to die. Can
1: you
0: they did me? not open. They did not believe that there are cars that are hand pedaled. You know, hmm. and I feel like, Brother Daniel, like for instance, there should be laws. If you are an importer and exporter of cars. There should be a certain percentage of cars that you import for people of with disability as well. If you're a so-called employer of persons like N, uh, like uh, airtel, yeah. um, the banks, and all the multinationals, there should be a certain percentage of people yeah. with disability that are on your staff. You cannot have mm-hmm. a lot of members without having all those mm-hmm. things. You be you go into law, my brother. Let us start holding them by the mm-hmm. balls. Forgive my friend. Forgive my language. <laughs> We're on podcast, Let us hold the NBA <laughs> accountable. Let us hold the corporate because you know I, I remember a little thing I read in company law at that time at you know law school that if one international company comes to Nigeria and they build roads and they build this and that in the remote villages, then they get tax uh elevation or whatever it's called in the in the books. Now yes, sense. we need to make it so, so that put our people with disabilities in offices. It's got to be by law. By law, we want a certain amount of men, a certain amount of women, a certain amount of uh, people with disability, a certain amount of age groups.
1: Yeah, but you see, the the challenge with that, uh, and I'm sorry to cut in, is that you need to first and foremost um, have people with disabilities who have the skill sets and so, if educational institutions do not have access for people with disability, it will be problematic to have to find people who um, are qualified um, well, for these positions that you are making. Well, let's let's, with, them, let's start with them then. Let's start with those
2: people then. They're coming here. All the schools yes. in in terms it, of, yes, a supply, of uh, supply of uh, supply yes. of educated than, and yes. competent uh, persons with disability, we have enough of them. Yes, even though, yes, even though. Whoa! I know. Is not friendly.
1: No, yes, it's a we are resilient.
2: So, getting enough persons with disability to occupy whatever a space that will be created will not be a problem at all. And um, may I now also um, say something on the on
1: Fantastic.
2: the part of lawyers, as it, uh, right, uh indicated. Well, lawyers have so much to do in this
1: course,
2: unfortunately involvement of lawyers in disability issue is not encouraging. When you hear about um, agitation for persons Mm. with disability, activities of persons with disability, it's not by lawyers, lawyers don't do it. It's ordinary lay NGOs. That even champion the cause of persons with disabilities. Lawyers are not there. Lawyers are even unaware of. It's a shame.
0: And Lawyers that's a shame. Are unaware. Yes. It is. And I challenge every lawyer using this platform, sir. I challenge every yeah. lawyer that they are well, fake if they don't rise up right yeah. now and start this movement. With me. We, 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 then I, why I are a you a lawyer
2: for? Um, for. European Union and uh, a British Council about a two, about two three years ago. And we were conducting a survey on the level okay. of awareness of the Lagos uh, State um, Special People's Law. Majority of lawyers that we interviewed said that they hadn't even heard of it, not to talk of the provision. We conducted survey among lawyers in Lagos. We went across the branches of MBA in Lagos State. Hmm. The majority of them indicated that they hadn't heard of that law. Not to talk of the provision of that law, and that was um, several years after the several years after the enactment of that law. Several years after the enactment of that law.
1: That just shows how, exactly, how, how much, exactly. how, how much so of a challenge that really is
2: already. lawyers really need to sit up because um, ignorance, is, is ignorance is ignorance. We can't be um, claiming to be learned people, but we are ignorant of issues as basic as disability issues. It brings me also to a story of what happened to me when I was in law school. I was at the Enugu campus. We were, I think, the second set. We were the second set on that on that campus. And oh, at that okay. time, the facilities there. Yeah, okay,
0: okay. The okay, facilities the were not there.
2: So during the exam, during the examination, they had to move our seats from the rooms to uh, to the exam to the lecture hall. Okay, Folake, you attended the you were at Enugu campus. Hello, Folake.
1: Uh huh. Yes, uh the third set. Okay. Yes, sir, I was. Okay. I, I attended Enugu okay. when when I, I, there was I, I, still a lot sort of bushes exactly there. So, so you Inugu, can Inugu, I think you is. can
2: co- corroborate <laughs> what I'm saying now, Nan. My our hostel, my hostel was my hostel was at Snake Island. Yes, I certainly corroborate. You know Snake Island now. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's the furthest end of. where during campus. the exam they had to move all the steps to the lecture hall where the exams will go. And the rule there was that when we want to read, we have to go to the exam hall to read because there are no enough seats to be placed at both the exam hall and the rooms. So all the rooms, um, the seats in the room were moved to the exam hall. So I approached one of the lecturers who was in charge of um, that uh, directive, who was even my personal friend. And I told him, sir, working from my hall, my, my, my residence at the Snake Island to the exam hall and coming back is a north torture for me for the day. That going back again to read at night will be too much for me. Please leave my seat and table in the room so that I can be doing my reading in the room after I come back from uh, from the lecture in the afternoon. Do yeah. you know what he said to me? Daniel, we do not have sacred cows here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine for <laughs> Imagine. So, oh, him making yeah. such provision is making me a sacred car, but it's not. It's, simp- it's simply yes, yeah. it's simply putting me on no, equal because with others. You're not doing you're not yeah, doing so so you're so not so doing so anything you extra for me Absolutely. because if I am to wobble from Snake Island to the lecture hall with others. I'm not on the same level with them because it will take me it, it will take uh, me bro. A, oh, damn, it man. will take me at I, least I'm so, five, I'm so angry. It will take me at least five times longer time to do the journey. And even if I get there even if I get there,
0: hmm. even if I, get there
2: oh, I will so even boring, need man. a longer time to rest and regain my composure. To even begin to read, to even begin to read,
1: because
0: cardio, of course, of course, you 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 use a lot course, of cardio, you so use a lot to of upper power. Ignorant. For forgive me. For look at, let me tell you a story. For look at, he Daniel will understand what I'm about to say. Let me tell you something. A lot of brothers yeah. with disabilities, yeah. If they were to fight mm-hmm. brothers with abilities, they will beat the fuck <laughs> out of brothers with it. abilities. <laughs> If they don't, they he's play because these <laughs> guys have upper body cardio. You, so you, you understand what I'm it. trying to say? I understand but, what you're trying to say. We don't it. always have cognizance of, you know, putting... Let's even put a, a, someone that's blind that can walk. What about putting yeah, some braille? Yeah, really just, just a little really bit of it. sign that he can just touch this thing and know where he's going or what he's doing. We don't even have braille people that are deaf and dumb and can walk around the old Nigeria just for them to understand the news or understand the show is a problem because we don't have somebody on the side that is interpreting for them, so they can't even see And they have money in their pockets because they're intellectuals as well. They, I'm sure, they're probably in 200 million Nigeria. I'm guessing you know, they'll be a deaf and dumb leader. I'm sure Nigeria will be last. So let, point of correction there uh, we that don't say cool. deaf
2: and dumb You can say deaf mm. Mm. deaf
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so in that sense I'm trying to say that um, uh-huh.
2: the NBA <laughs> has so much role to play in this
0: even though Right. Sorry, please. I sorry, forgive me. Um, for people listening internationally, I'm not gonna edit the part that part out. Um, as he told me, I've been corrected that we don't say deaf and dumb and I've and I've been corrected, so I need to work on that. So I'm not saying anything that disrespect to anybody, so um get that right. You can sue me after <laughs> you'll be there to support <laughs> so because me. Okay, lo- yeah.
2: Lawyers command the attention of <laughs> other Nigerians. <laughs> When lawyers speak, Nigerians hear. So, if lawyers begin to champion the cause of persons, everybody be shaved. It will be very natural for others
0: to comply. Well, I wouldn't. Mm. And that is you, bro. You are the one. Now that I know that you are the chief draft of the Lagos state law, you are the one that made Buhari. in Please his I-, I don't Please want to be- be. I want to be nice to Buhari on this part- platform because of you. Yes. Because he signed your document. That's why I'm going to be nice to among all other presidents. So because Buhari signed your document, it is you now, my brother. Starting from tomorrow, my brother, we are going to make it legal for every legal chamber to have somebody with disability working for them. In Nigeria, that will be, be revolutionary, and the world will write about us because there's somebody that, of even course. if he's blind, he can still move of around course. your office and give you paper to paper. No, yes. I'm not saying that. Don't we'll give, up, them don't over give them because somebody difference. that's All we want is them. level play. People
1: uh, but, level
0: but, play don't, don't, but, play don't give us a yes. Yes, sir. So, uh, within
1: uh, uh, our, uh, exactly. People,
0: so for Lucas, within us. As lawyers, mm. let us, if bros, if you guys have to charge me all my back bills of qualifying from law school and not paying the dues that I have to pay to have a say, I will pay. Let us start making that law tomorrow, now that every. Let's yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. start with that. The, mm-hmm.
0: Charity starts from home. So let us start from our home as lawyers. Uh
1: huh. You know, I'm, I'm I'm the treasurer of NBA Lagos. So when you say
0: that you are going to pay all your dues, uh, please, it's music to my ears. Yes, I will pay all my dues because you are the treasurer. you know what? It's amazing? Because we are going to use our money to do good things. I'm re- I'm willing to pay into that pocket if they if they but, are on our train if they are thinking the way we are thinking. I will be glad to pay into that pocket because then we can yeah. impact our society one soul at a time. No. Yeah. Leadership is not about until we change Google. What about if we help our brothers with disability and we make it a law within our own society? Let's even popularize we practice the practice what we preach. If you're a criminal lawyer, you're a civil lawyer, real estate lawyer. Exactly.
1: That, that, was, what, that was what I was even going yes, to raise, yes. that there is a need for more awareness of the law itself. And this, this is where uh, um, I think Aldin is going to be extremely instrumental um mm, your facebook yeah. social media you should have a your, podcast your, your, of your own like uh, i told from, you well a podcast is important but i also think that you know because a lot of nigerians uh particularly yeah those you know um of the younger okay. generation your millennials yeah, and post, likes are on social media so mm-hmm. it, it's going to, okay, okay. yeah so it's it's going to be so much easier yeah. mm-hmm. exactly yeah. we don't, we should not podcast, keep
0: quiet that's
1: point okay. and then you know um um even if it's a snippet of the okay. law that you write on maybe one section a, a, a week okay. or every two okay. weeks okay. that is sent out on social media yeah not just on the website itself but on your facebook your twitter your linkedin so that you know every, when they see it every week you're posting something and maybe mm-hmm. a particular section and things mm-hmm. like that that would really help the conversation of, uh, is to keep going Exactly, because I remember when when I was still uh, the the head of publicity um, for the uh, professional ethics committee under the section of uh, legal practice. I'm no longer in that position now. One of the things that we tried to push before, you know, uh, um, you know, there was a change of, of hands, was to put out there a section of um, the legal practitioners act and everything to do with professional ethics once a week on social media platforms of the of, of um, the section on legal practice so i mean i think it's something that is extremely important because yes ignorance of the law is no excuse we agree but ignorance yeah. of the law in this yeah. particular instance is hurting the society
0: people.
1: and so i think that if we can i mean i've learned so much today from from mr daniel that i and i thought i knew about the <laughs> issues with people of disability i mean now i realize yeah, okay, you just started you know but but i think that it is very important that you and 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 put and put uh, at you know hashtag mba hashtag nigerian bar association hashtag nigerian lawyers you know i mean put at my they name The revolution i so started
0: shop, today you know, i mean this matter we yeah, don't like, pass this matter. i mean I'm, uh... I,
1: you know um um you know i, I have <laughs> a few number of followers i won't say how many so it doesn't seem like <laughs> like it
0: begins from home
1: you know but, but by the time you are putting yeah. at my name or at a few uh, prominent people in the mba from the mba national to the mba in the states you will begin to see people consciously aware that ah, this thing is actually happening and you know just have a long list of people whose names you would uh, attach to this i know there's a lot of work um, yeah, but you know, yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I don't know. It's something that you might want to discuss with your executive. Nothing good comes easy. Yeah, but 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 it's something that really we should. I mean, I'm sure that there will yeah. be a lot of um, uh, um, even law students who are waiting to enter into law okay. school uh, because yeah. of the COVID nineteen will be more than willing to jump in on that bandwagon. And and the the the, the assumption that we always have is Nigerians yeah. want money for the things they do. I've met many charitable Nigerians, and I can say for yeah. a fact. Nigerians, Nigerians are some of the kindest people I have met, and I've been to a number of countries in my life. I think that Nigerians are amazing. If you take the leadership out of it, the, Niger- the Nigerians
0: in the world—that's why I love my country. Exactly. That's why, I exactly. That's why I, like I, right it's now, the world ash is Canadian, that. but I'm like, as I did like this, I love Nigeria past any other people in the world. We're the best. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas is only sweet abroad on mm. TV. When you know when you watch all those white movies and they have snow you and all those in their movies, that's when Christmas is Christmas <laughs> is because okay, my neighbour and Daniel is my
1: neighbour. Oh, come on. Are no uh, yeah, you eating Nigerian jollof rice with roasted chicken or goat go, or depending on what whatever animal works um, for you? Uh, for those of us that are not uh, vegetarian, you, know, so, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you see that
0: we have to be all inclusive. Imagine <laughs> so. So, um, I, I, guys, I, I'm going to call this okay. show because one of my guys is also having a birthday party. I'm supposed to be on the Zoom, and but this is one of the best ever topics in my life, and I am not going to rest because this thing is going to. I'm like, I'm, you know, I thought I was charged before before we started this conversation. Okay. Now I am overcharged. Now you <laughs> And I say something. Daniel, I say something. I told for Fuluke. The most important thing about me on my show is that when I introduce my guests, I want to be able to introduce them as my friend. If, if you come on my show and I can't introduce you as my as my friend, then you're just a guest. But I am happy that Fuluke, one of my very 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 good friends that I can rely upon, has introduced me to another amazing friend
2: spirit,
0: in the person of Daniel Onwe, and. And Daniel, you're an iconic guy and... bro,
1: say nah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you are nah, nah, a bro. lot packed yeah. in one. Say, nah, 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 you a lot, lot packed
0: in one. You're a don't don't Because of Buari your... It's a movement. I know. I know. but now you people come their own championship too. now? Let me
1: I, 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 and Kole, if you could just allow me one sec, um, uh, Mr. Daniel, I think okay. that um, okay. in terms of the social media campaign, because that's what I'm going to call it now, of the issues with, with respect to persons with disability, I think that there should be okay. a focus on the UN uh, Sustainable Development Goals okay. 2030, particularly um, okay. Goal 8, which talks about different lives on a healthy planet. I mean, if you put it hashtag, you know, um, so UN waiting, okay. UN Sustainable okay. Development Goals 2030,
0: Agenda 2030.
1: 2030, that's how they give us water for
0: 2020.
1: 20. We don't see the water from those things, uh, go eight. And talking about how to ensure that in Nigeria we have decent lives because ultimately addressing issues with people, persons with disability, Absolutely. is that is ensuring that everyone has a, a, a decent life. Yeah. And if the UN SDG yeah. is about you know leaving no one behind that's the theme of UN SDG for 2030, yeah. then that includes people, persons, um, persons with disabilities. So, yeah. I, I think it would be It would be great under this social media campaign as you do these weekly posts on the sections of the law to also um, hashtag the UN SDG 2030, particularly go
0: on uh, decent lives on a healthy planet.
2: We'll definitely work on that. Thank you.
1: Let's take the fight.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, if yeah. Nigerians are not pressured from outside, we don't know <laughs> I mean, the Nigerian leaders are not Thank pressured you. from outside. Don't, you. they don't feel the heat. So let's start from there. So. Wow.
0: Champion girl.
1: Yeah.
0: Um guys, I just told you this is cost trouble. That's what they call what what we just started here. It's called cost trouble on the streets for the common man so every lawyer beware everybody speaking the law beware my brother daniel yeah, you are her. like a secret weapon in my arsenal now we're going to we're yes we're going to do something beautiful and we're going to do what's right so um i need to let you beautiful people go because this is one of you as as you can' understand they say holy <laughs> like you know, I, I think I've had one of my the most successful and constructive session ever because I feel like this is something we can actually do to be impactful in other people's lives. And it's on a day that my boy is also celebrating his birthday. Um, you know, I'm making more friends and I'm happy. I feel like this particular platform is something that's just gonna be, you know, we're gonna make a difference because it's in our hands. We don't get choice.
1: By, by God's grace. In this in oh, our God, hands.
0: God. And for look at, let me tell you something. My, see, uh, my people. Uh, for look at, I'm proud of yes, you. Sir. For you to Thank be you. all the way Amen. at the NBA, Amen. doing Amen. what you're. You go be president yourself. You don't have to be. I'm not putting Amen. you in that but I'm not saying that I'm you can't You want to be. <laughs> you know, I'm proud <laughs> of what you're doing, brother Daniel. Thank listen you. to your story today, brother Amen. Daniel. Amen. Yes. You guys have finished with me. I just need to release you. This is just part one. That's how I'm going to label it because the the matter will not finish yeah. until we put it yeah. into action. We talk too much in Nigeria. Do you agree with me?
1: I agree, sir. I agree.
0: Me, uh, I don't want to be a talker. So now that I'm talking to people that that do, people where Google, even though say people don't, you <laughs> <laughs> see they listen to them. Uh, I will relate to them. <laughs> I will relate to myself. No comment. All right. So my people, I can mm-hmm. let you go so I can just say hello to uh my guy doing his birthday and all that stuff. But I can write me happy birthday to you. This is one of your additions too. Uh thank I can't you. thank you guys thank enough. You, it's indeed thank you
1: for having us. Bye bye. I can't thank you
0: guys enough. All right. All right. So bye bye. <laughs> I swear my heart is uh,